morning or, or night or whatever the heck it is to you uh, coming on in uh, from whatever side of the moon you are joining us from. Uh, that was corny as fuck, uh, but of course I got to always throw something, uh, something juicy in there. My name is Kevin Vargo. This is the Mid Park Podcast. It is Sunday, March 7th. Uh, and we are going to be diving into, of course, if you didn't catch the, uh, I don't know if you didn't catch the title of the podcast or the the corny joke I just made there. Uh, we'll be we'll be uh, diving into "Time" by Pink Floyd. Um, hard for me to put into words the uh, level of love and, and importance, the level of love that I have for the song, and the importance that it has. Uh, had to my life and has and will continue to have uh, throughout my time. I'm sure I'm going to make a lot of corny jokes in reference to time, of course, uh, as I always do. Um, but uh, The Dark Side of the Moon, uh, of course, recently celebrating two celebrations, actually, uh, for this to be a perfect time to do this uh, podcast. So uh, on March 1st, just this past Monday, Dark Side of the Moon, uh, the album celebrating, of course, uh, the album of which time come, comes uh, from, celebrating its 48th anniversary uh, from March 1st there, 1973. So that's that's wild. Um, you know, of course, I wasn't alive at that time to be able to put it into perspective, but I'm sure those of you that, that were, uh, that remember the, the, this release, you know, I, I think about things that, that, you know, happened when I was alive, uh, or when I was alive, Jesus, or when I, you know, when I was younger and as they accrue more and more anniversaries, you know, things like 9-11 going to be 20 years already this year. So that's, you know, insane for me to think about. So if you, you know, are, were alive uh, in the 70s and can remember this thing being uh, released 48 years ago, uh, I'm sure that is just uh, crazy to think about, you know, as uh, as is the case with uh, everything as time goes. Um yeah, and yesterday was David Gilmore's. Uh, I believe. Let me let me check here. I think it was his seventy fifth birthday. I'll have to to check here. Uh, let me double check. Let me double check. I should have had that written down. I saw it on Twitter that it was his birthday. Wished him a happy birthday. Yeah, David Gilmore turned seventy five yesterday. Um, so he seems healthy and 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 uh, still mobile and moving and and. Uh, able to to be touring and whatnot so um that is of course a good thing and uh wishing him a nice happy birthday um couple things to mention uh before we really get going into the song here and breaking it down um so if you this is the first podcast i i have had since uh some changes i guess i would say in the i haven't put on the site yet or or a uh, few things I put on the site or, or how I'm trying to spit it out. I don't know ultimately, but uh, so the, the team of writers that I had uh, ultimately decided to just, just do away with that portion. Um, just cannot reiterate enough that it had just nothing to do with any of the individuals or anything at all that they did. I really, really ha- try to hammer that home because uh, that was, that was a tough decision for me because that came about and really enjoyed um what we had going there um just ultimately a creative decision for what i see in the long run um and and that's music ultimately is what is the long run and i know what is my path and and the path of this brand and uh what is the the niche and the the sweet spot that i have to stick to and that's what ultimately is going to be centered around or, or what the major rebrand uh, coming up here on May 2nd is going to be re or is going to be focused on uh, is going to be, you know, the idea of music going forward. And uh, if you haven't noticed much of the, the content on the site already has, has shifted uh, not that it wasn't music focused, but really music focused now. So um, yeah, yeah, just uh, I want to thank them as well, of course, for everything and all of the contributions that they made and the sense of blogs and ideas for the site. And um, a lot of them were, were super helpful. Nicole uh, especially shared literally like everything that I that I posted um, from the Instagram and, and just liked everything and commented. And that was super, super supportive and helpful and everybody seriously. So have to touch on that uh march for meals uh so now that it is officially march we are uh, uh underway and 
what have three more weeks uh, left in the month here. That is still underway. So that is the fundraiser that I am running, a poetry fundraiser. So if you go to midpark.com, there are a number of poems available that you can check out um, on a number of different themes, including music. Uh, some some there that you might want to check out and all uh, of the poems uh, uh, the or excuse me the proceeds from all of the poems um, 30 percent of them will be going to area food banks uh, in Nashville Chicago and Northeast Ohio those are three areas I've lived in in my life so uh, yeah check that out that's the March for Meals fundraiser still got that going on check it out uh, and then next week so going to be doing a music podcast now every week and uh, every Sunday and next week's and speaking of next Sunday daylight savings time start daylight savings but as as it ends starts I don't fucking know but we get the extra hour whatever it is uh, in the afternoon I I cannot stand it I cannot stand it again we know we're talking about time um I I really wish whoever the president uh, is that does it, I don't give a fuck, would just put a, a, a something forward and say we're done with daylight savings time. Everybody should be, we, should, we need to stop shifting back and forth and, and, I, and whatever. Uh, but people that are listening to that, that, you know, know the reasoning behind daylight savings are probably like, this guy's a fucking idiot. I don't know, whatever. I, th- I know it has to do with farming and having light in the morning, but I obviously personally don't have to, to worry about any of that. And I don't think that that's much of a problem anymore to, to, uh, worry about with technology. I didn't make this podcast to talk about daylight savings time, but either here nor there, I'm excited for that to have an extra hour, uh, in the afternoons and, and evenings, uh, starting next week. Uh, but speaking of next week and the reason that I brought that date up, uh, next week's podcast, uh, music podcast, going to be diving into, whoo, it's going to be a heavy one, going to be a heavy one, uh, Shake It Out by Florence and the Machine, uh, a song I would really, one of, one of a few songs I would really, really credit to, I don't want to say saving my life, because it, I don't think I was ever on the verge of ending my life, but, uh, certainly helping to redirect it uh and and it just didn't and I, I can't you know can't put it into words i sure will next week but i can't quite yet uh-huh. but make sure you check that out that's going to be uh shake it out by florence the machine next week um and that i think is uh is really it that i want to touch on with the brand i know yeah uh that i know of um yeah so Time by Pink Floyd. Um, where do I even begin? Um, well, of course, actually, let's let's begin with listening to the full song. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, so, uh, of course, you heard there a little snippet there at the beginning. Um, I'm I I'm assuming that that many. Uh, why did I just say that so weird? I'm assuming. Uh, I am assuming that many of you that are listening here. Um, have heard the song um it's you know i i don't know it's so hard for me to judge because obviously pink floyd to me has been such a like a mainstay in my life not only you know musically but just centered around artistically and uh much of yeah you get what i'm saying but so it's hard for me to gauge like the common person's knowledge of pink floyd and their music so i guess i i don't know but um a perfect time to mention that this is the uh, only song on dark side of the moon uh in which nick mason roger waters uh, richard wright and david gilmore all four have uh music credits um so i found that interesting that was one of the things that i that i learned this past uh week when i was listening to and and kind of studying the song up again getting ready for the podcast here i can't tell you how many times I've listened to this song. I don't want to tell you because you'll probably think I'm fucking nuts. Um, ah, man, I have a lot of time to listen to music. You know, a lot of what I do is digitally. A lot of what I do, um, I, you know, I, I, I am able to have open ears. So, you know, I, I do a lot of creative things on my laptop, whether or I'm writing, but uh, or I'm taking my dogs out, you know, whatever it is, I, I've always got music in my ears. So I would say I've truly probably listened to it probably i don't know 50 60 times in the last week in full 
thousands of times in my life. Um, but uh, either here nor there, um, we're going to listen to the full song here. And yeah, of course, as always, um, with any uh, the music here that we have on the Mid Park podcast, uh, please know that Mid Park is not the original owner or creator of any of the music associated on this website, nor does Mid Park uh, Multimedia own profit claim. Uh, any of the rights or royalties associated with this music, uh, Mid Park Podcast, is intended for listening and learning experiences only. And again, there is no profit directly from the music included on this podcast, folks. This is Time by Pink Floyd. Enjoy the whole song here. We will be back to break it down afterwards, uh, what it means and uh, what it means to the band, uh, what it means to me, and uh, what it might mean to you. So enjoy, and we'll be back.
That's a good song. <laughs> oh man, I hope you were able to turn that up. I should have. I should have certainly told you beforehand, uh, not afterwards, to go back and turn it up after you've already listened to it. But certainly hope you were able to turn that up. And and um, when you've got your sound, got a good sound system on, man, that that song, of course, as with anything by Pink Floyd or uh, many of the bands that I think I talk about a lot. Um, but yeah, so. The also uh, an interesting thing to note there that I did not know um, until recently as well. Uh, the and I don't think the common uh, listener knows um, the alarms and the bell sounds there at the beginning. Those uh, were from some pre-recordings from the Alan Parsons project. Uh, so Alan Parsons actually had a big role in the Dark Side of the Moon album, and he uh, he helped produce it and. If you don't know who Alan Parsons is or the Alan Parsons Project, that is the sound that comes from uh, Michael Jordan's theme song or the Chicago Bulls theme song uh, where Michael Jordan and the 90s Bulls were introduced. Uh, that's, I guess, just the most common place where I can draw that to. But um, either here nor there, I just thought that was an interesting interesting thing as well. Um, so... I, you know, this is super important to me to get this right uh, because, you know, th- this is such an important song to me. It's such an important song in, in music history and classic rock to many, you know, classic rock fans. Um, Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd are the two. I just wrote about this the other day somewhere. I forget the, the cream of the crop for me. Uh, personally, you know, in the sense of my favorites and who my, you know, believe are, are uh, certainly two of the most talented bands in history. You know, I know that that's up for debate. Understandably, you know, everybody's going to have their favorites, but uh, my two that that reign supreme always are, are Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd. So obviously, this one here, Pink Floyd, I want to get this right. Um, so Roger Waters, I, you know, I did not. Um, know his exact age about this recently i think just common sense obviously and knowing pink floyd knowing the evolution of life um you know tells he was probably around this age but i did not know he was 28 when he came up with this idea and, and you know the concept for the song here of time uh i'm 28 so that really hit me uh recently you know, there have been things about this song that I've discovered throughout the last 10 years, uh, which is interesting, of course, that we'll talk about 10 years here in a minute. Um, you know, as I've listened to it, I think that's really, you know, where I started to get the bulk of my Pink Floyd juice in was about 18, 19. Um, but yeah, to know that, I mean, it, it makes even more sense and it has even more power right now for me um you know personally um just to give you know even a little more back on my uh my pink floyd journey uh the very first thing i can remember with pink floyd is uh i guess the very first significant thing i guess i would say uh is i saw a pink floyd tribute band with my dad uh at <laughs> The, if you're from Stark County and listening, you, you know what I'm talking about. It's a Maslin car show. Um, who, some characters there. Um, but I saw them. I cannot tell you when that was. That had to be at least 15 years ago at this point. You know, I, I was probably 13. You know, I was, I wasn't, I don't know. I was somewhere around there. Um, but either here nor there. I remember that. I remember them playing another brick in the wall. and the, the the tribute band I, I just have very brief memories of this but they were like acting out some parts from the from the wall and i thought they were fucking nuts you know at, at that age but now you know as i came to learn about pink floyd and understanding of music and uh expression and things like that i i came to realize that they did a very good job uh of what they were trying to depict at that show so that's a 
first memory that I have of Pink Floyd, um, they've always just seemed so larger than life to me. Um, you know, I, I, that's a really corny thing to say. I use that word a lot because I, I hate to say corny things, but I, I say a lot of corny things because they're they're important. And I think for me to mention that, you know, for, for me personally, Pink Floyd has always been just larger than life. Um, you know, I can remember, um, this was a memory with my mom. Uh, I know she listens to the podcast. So, um, we went to the rock and roll hall of fame and the Pink Floyd, uh, like special exhibit was up. And so they also had, uh, it was a special on the wall and, you know, they had some of the imagery from the wall, like hanging from the ceiling. And I remember the first time I, I saw the wall, of the movie, um, <laughs> just, you know, again, just giving a brief back backdrop on my, my love for Pink Floyd and my curiosity of Pink Floyd here. This was all right at the time of, again, where I'm 18, 19, 20, um, you know, just kind of figuring my way through life, uh, or even just the beginnings of trying to figure my way through life. Um, and of course, a lot of the Pink Floyd album, or a lot of the Pink Floyd music, sorry, is conceptualized around existential questions and, you know, understanding who you are and, and not being able to ever truly understand who you are and time and, you know, things that are just truly, really hard to get a grasp on. So, you know, it coincided with all of that. And for me, again, personally, I am somebody who, you know, just as my personality tests show, uh, I am a very creative person at heart and mind and soul. And, um, you know, the, 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 just the, the power of Pink Floyd and, everything that they have been able to do creatively from their their album artworks to their songs themselves uh lyrically uh you know again you mentioned things like the wall the movie i mean i saw roger waters in concert and i mean i I, and that was in 2017 um you know i remember some of the you know they had the pig floating around the the entire arena and, and just again i say all this just to really summarized for me just have always been larger than life um you know very few people i think would ever like come in front of me uh where i i just like wouldn't know what to say uh pink floyd uh or, or what's left of them of course and you know roger waters david gilmore uh standing in front of me i i wouldn't know what to say other than thank you i mean that would really be it um just because of what they've been able to do for my life uh so that's that um and i think again just you know understanding that roger waters came up with this here when he was 28 was was important um so let's go line by line here uh and break down break down the lyrics um so Got them linked, of course, in the podcast description there. Um, and so we start off, of course, start off with the sound uh, of the alarms. And, and let's talk about the sound first, actually just introducing it and coming in. The the ominous sound of the, the time, um, the alarms, the clocks ticking, the bells, chimes, all of that. Um, it sets the tone, of course not to be corny, uh, for the whole song. Um, and it is just, you know, when you really sit back and I think you have to listen to the whole song first, uh, you know, and, and to hear the words and to understand what he's talking about and then to go back and listen to it again and to really let your mind go and, and, and hear those, those sounds, um, just, kind of ominously introducing the song there uh it, yeah it's just it's just a super powerful thing maybe you think it's just really dumb and you're like man you you sound like an idiot 
hey, that's what music is. <laughs> we know we can all have our own interpretations, but um, ticking away the moments that make up a dull day, fritter and waste the hours in an offhand way, kicking around on a piece of ground in your hometown, waiting for someone or something to show you the way. So the whole song here, right? I have said this on a number of occasions. The whole song um, can be looked at either, you know, totally surface level. Um, you can take it for just exactly what it is. Uh, or you can really, really dig deep into what he's saying and, and, you know, just go off with it, uh, in a number of different directions. Um, so taking away the moments that make up a dull day, fritter and waste the hours in an offhand way, um, you know, again, relating it to my own life, I, I, I cannot tell you how many times, um, you know, I, I have just sat and, and wasted time. I mean, ultimately that it really sucks to say it that way. Uh, I was trying to frame it in a way that would, you know, somehow be any other way, but that's really what it is. Um, because, and as he leads into there, you're, you're kicking around on a piece of ground in your hometown waiting for someone or something to show you the way. You know, that part really takes me back to, you know, the time before I moved from my hometown. Um, and I was just lost. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, I was lost, you know, in the sense of the direction I wanted to go for my future. Um, it was more so I woke up every day, uh, time was going by, and I didn't really ever reflect on, I, I never just took the, took the time uh, to find my own way. Uh, I, I just, like I said, I, I woke up and as time does, it passes by. Um, and y you quote unquote waste it in an offhand way. Um, and I did that for so long, just waited and waited and waited for someone or something to show me the way. Um, and moving away and having time on my own and lots of time on my own uh, to really just understand what it is that drives me and fuels me and who I am and, and what it is that I seek in life. I can't, can't put the value on that. Um, tired of lying in the sunshine, staying home to watch the rain. You are young and life is long and there is time to kill today. <clears throat> and then one day you find 10 years have got behind you. No one told you when to run. You missed the starting gun. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, again, a lot of it is unfortunate truth uh, for a lot of people. You know, I, the, the good thing about this is I know that I'm not the only one um, that, that, you know, has these feelings of, you know, it, it's like one day you're 21 and... Just like he says, you are young and life is long and there's time to kill today. You know, think about, you know, when you were 18, 19, 20, those times waking up with your friends after a night out and, uh, you know, in the summer and, and summer break from college, there's no school. You, you know, you you are young. And at that point, you, you literally say, like, life is long, you know. Uh, you don't realize how quickly it is going by you. Um, and that's, that's like the ultimate, the, the ultimate reality with the song here is that you don't realize that every single day, every single second time is passing by, uh, which, which is what it ultimately leads up to in my favorite line. One of my favorite lines from any song ever, um, that I talk about here, um, 
so that's where, of course, we get into uh, the solo, the guitar solo, which is just, uh, you know, another phenomenal piece of the song, the composition of the song itself. Um, I mean, I could talk about that even in itself. I, I have to get really weird on you for a second because I think to, to really, um, you know, understand the what I guess I would say a guitar solo or any solo uh, or any uh, true just passionate um, display uh, of music can do for you. Um, so for me in this song, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times, for example, I have written uh, or been writing or creating something. And this, you know, the song breaks out into the solo there. And I just have to sit back. And that's like the perfect opportunity during the song to really take it all in. And then it shifts and just the way that they come back in. And again, I mean, the whole composition of the song itself, but the way that they bring the song back in uh, and the vocals and just the... I, I I feel like what I'm saying is so corny, but uh, <laughs> I know I've said that a lot, but, you know, just the passion that is displayed throughout the whole song uh, and the way in which it is done, um, I, it's it's hard to match, uh, hard to find a, a better song. Again, I just think that the way in which the whole song was written um, it's one of the most universal songs that you could possibly give to anybody. Um, music itself is universal in that you could take it to any country, any ethnicity, any uh, whatever, all walks of life. Uh, even those who are deaf, I, I really, you know, I struggle to mention all when I say anybody with music because I know, obviously, those that are deaf are unable to physically hear music. But, I mean, I, I have seen on a number of occasions, uh, of occasions um, where even deaf people can play music. You know, you can feel music. You can feel the vibrations of music. You can dance to music. You can see people's happiness. You can see people's sorrow in music. You can understand all of that. So uh, it truly is, uh, you know, an all type of thing where music is unbelievably universal. One of the only other things that is unbelievably universal is time. Um, time passes by and time is the same for literally all of us. All of us. It does not matter. We are all under the same sky, falling under the same time clock of a 24-hour day that passes by, a second passes by. Uh, and, and that's, again, what is kind of what leads to the second part of the, sun, the song. Um, and you run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking. You know, this is where you start to come to the realization uh, that holy shit, you know, now I've got to go. Um, you know, time has passed. Uh, you know, I don't know what moment it has been for you personally listening in, listening in, but I think we all have different moments in our life where, you know, we have that, oh shit, um, I, I've got to get going. Um, maybe not, maybe I'm the only one, I don't know, but um, this for the song itself and for Roger Waters, obviously here uh, is where it transitioned to, okay, you know, at first it was an innocent time is passing by, you know, it is what it is. I'm just going to wait for somebody to help me. The, the, the second part is kind of, you know, time is passing by. I realize that now. Um, and then now we're on to time has passed by and I need to run to catch up. But unfortunately, the reality is you're never going to catch up with time. And if you try to run to catch up with time, 
that is where you will drive yourself insane. Uh, so when you run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking, racing around to come up behind you again. Again, think. so I'm going to stop here. Think about just how universally true that is to anybody, anybody at all. You run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking, racing around to come up behind you again. And here we lead on to uh, what I mentioned earlier is one of my favorite lines in any song ever. Um, it is it is a gut punch in how powerful it is when you really step back, you put it on paper, and you... I'll, I'll put it in perspective for you here. Uh, so the line is, of course, the sun is the same in a relative way, but you're older, shorter of breath, and one day closer to death. <clears throat> so perspective moment, and I'm sure my mom is going to hate this if she's listening in. Uh, I just, uh, my nephew recently was born. I, I don't know what is he, two, three weeks old at this point. Uh, that line is true for him even. A baby. The sun is the same in a relative way, but he's older. She's shorter of breath, and he's one day closer to death. Uh, it's the same for a baby as it is for an 87-year-old man. Regardless, when you wake up tomorrow, you are now shorter of breath and one day closer to death. You, listening. Doesn't matter who you are because it's that's true for everybody. You cannot change that. You cannot change that. Um, and that's why I think that time itself and time, this song, and when you put it all together, the idea of time and music... Um, being so universal together, um, it's just, it's it's a brilliant thing. So again, you know, you, you can take that entire paragraph there and, and, you know, really take it for what it is, or you can really, really, you know, dive deep into that. I know I've said that, that saying, and I say that a lot, dive deep. If I ever uh, really make it, I'm going to put that on a shirt for sure. Dive deep. Um, yeah. Um, as we keep going here, um, and again, I, you know, I just, I read this and I, I, I say to myself, like, who cannot relate to this? If you can't, if you say, if you tell me you can't relate to this, I really feel like you're bullshitting me. Um, we all struggle with time and the idea of time passing by. I struggle with it. I really want to think quite more than most. Um, that's one of the things I've been pretty open with. Um, you know, it, it, it blows my mind that I'm pushing 30, um, you know, but whatever. Uh, song continues on. Every year is getting shorter. Never seem to find the time. Plans that either come to naught or half a page of scribbled lines. Hanging on in a quiet desperation is the English way. The time is gone. The song is over. Thought I would something more to say. So, as I've said a few times, in the sense of surface level, you can look at it in talking about the song itself. The song's about over. He thought he might have something more to say. thought he might have something more uh, in the sense of uh, uh, lyrically, in the sense of a song. You know, it, it's important to note. Dark Side of the Moon, most of the songs there were relatively shorter in the sense of time, which is actually remarkable because a lot of the songs are still longer than most we see today. But, I mean, Pink Floyd had many songs that were eight, nine, ten minutes long. Um, so you can look at it that way, or you can look at it in the sense of he may be talking about his entire life or somebody else's entire life, and you can look at it as your entire life. Um, you know, again, I, I like to break this song down in the sense of four different, um, time frames here. I, I really, I feel like I've said the, the word time just so many times. Time. Jesus, I've said the word time so many times. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you know, I thought I had something more to say, um, that is really powerful in the sense of what if that is somebody at the end of their life saying that um, the time is gone, the song is over, thought I'd something more to say. Um, 
that would be a really sad thing for somebody to be admitting if they are at the end of their life, uh, toward the end of their life, and that's something that they're feeling about themselves, you know, um, you know, it may not be talking necessarily about physically saying something, but more so contributing to life. The time is gone. My life is over. I thought I would have done more. Um, you know, that's a super, super deep thing, I think, for people to uh, have to come to grips with. Um, and the way, again, that, that they put it into words here in the song is remarkable to be able to balance such a direct a directly true thing to everybody um yeah i i i can't re- reiterate that enough uh, i'm i'm sure i can i'm sure you're probably sick of it at this point but um it's just it's unbelievably true and hanging on in quiet desperation is the english way uh that itself again you can look at as is he talking about just uh, a literal day, you know, and he's trying to pass a few hours. You're hanging on in that quiet desperation of like, you know, that mode towards the end of the work day or the end of the school day. And just like, oh, I've got to really get done with this day. I'm really hanging on and just quiet desperation here. Or you can look at that an entire scope of life and and that would again be very powerful uh, and, and for somebody to say and admit and, and understand about their life. If they are hanging on in a quiet desperation in, in their entire life, um, that's a remarkable, again, just super powerful thing. Um, so yeah, um, that the song doesn't end there. Um, it's kind of, you know, the, the image that I've always had is just this this man, I, you know, who, whomever it could be, whether you want to picture it being Roger Waters or whomever, is this man, you know, singing a song. And throughout it, of course, he comes full circle. And at the end of the song here, he ends up back, quote unquote, home, whatever home is, and has the time, you know, to reflect on his reflections to reflect on his reflections. Um, and it's almost like he's settling down and he has become okay with the passing time. Um, and which I think is, is really highlighted by it's good to warm my bones beside the fire. Um, that's coming up here. So let's read the whole last one. Home, home again. I like to be here when I can. When I come home cold and tired, it's good to warm my bones beside the fire. So again, you can look at that as literally coming home from work and, you know, just that super cozy feeling of in the winter in the Midwest and you get off work and it's dark by fucking 5 p.m. and you just, yeah, you want to get out of your work clothes, get all your shit done and sit on the couch and it's good to warm your bones beside the fire or, or you can really expand that out to a a whole life and, and say, you know, I'm okay with my life and I'm okay with where I'm at right now. Um, again, going back to the reference of him accepting where he has, has become, he has, or him accepting the notion of time, you know, you can, and I think it's a very, um, I don't know what the word, gratifying thing to be able to get to the point where you can say it's good to warm my bones by the fire, beside the fire. Um, you're okay with letting the fire burn. You're okay with the time that is passing by. Uh, and you're okay with watching the others far away across the field the tolling of the iron bell calls the faithful to their knees to hear the softly spoken magic spell um there are a few ways that i take that so that that those are the last four lines there and that's the that's the end of the song um i think that the most obvious and like the the, the way that i that i really t- tie it to the song um 
is again this man who's sitting by the fire and he's looking out his window and he's okay with time passing by because he's realizing he sees all these people on a Sunday morning who are rushing to church. Uh, you know, they talk about far away across the field, the tolling of the iron bell calls the faithful to their knees. That's obviously, you know, a, a church bell. And the bells are a theme a lot with uh, with Pink Floyd. You know, you've got the division bell. Uh, you've got the bells and uh, imagery in the wall. Uh, the tolling of the iron bell calls the faithful to their knees to hear the softly spoken magic spell. That is so interesting to me. Um, I, I believe he's talking about religion there. And, you know, again, I talk about the composition of the song and the way that he came back into the song so powerfully and so passionately with, and you run and you run to catch up with the sun because that's where he really realizes, like, fuck, time is passing by. I got to really catch up here. But by the end of the song, where he has brought it back in and brought himself back in to reality, and he has come to realization and come to terms with it and come to being okay with the idea of time passing by, it's a much softer tone. It's a much softer delivery in the vocals and and the way that they that he goes out is of the song is super soft and literally says to hear the softly spoken magic spell. Um, I want to read the whole song over because I, I feel like I chopped it up there quite a bit. Um, and of course, again, the lyrics are there in the description, but ticking away the moments that make up a dull day, fritter and waste the hours in an offhand way, kicking around on a piece of ground in your hometown, waiting for someone or something to show you the way. Tired of lying in the sunshine, staying home to watch the rain. You are lying. You are young and life is long. And there is time to kill today. And then one day you find ten years have got behind you. No one told you when to run. You miss the starting gun. And you run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking. Racing around to come around behind you again. The sun is the same in a relative way, but you're older. Shorter of breath and one day closer to death. Every year is getting shorter. Never seem to find the time. Plans that either come to naught or half a page of scribbled lines. Hanging on in quiet desperation is the English way. The time is gone. The song is over. Thought I'd something more to say. Home, home again. I like to be here when I can. When I come home cold and tired, it's good to warm my bones beside the fire. Far away across the field, the tolling of the iron bell calls the faithful to the knees, to their knees to hear the softly spoken magic spell. Uh, two things that came into my mind there as I was reading it that I wanted to touch on. One, um, so the sun is the same in a relative way. Um, that kind of goes back to, again, the universal idea, uh, well, the idea of universal themes and you know communication and you know being the same. And uh, in a relative way, the sun is the same. You look up no matter where you are. No matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter what, um, you know, the sun is the same. It's a gigantic orange, yellow, hot ass, bright ass dot in the sky. That's what the sun is to us, uh, you know, on, on the surface, of course. Uh, well, actually, on the surface of the sun, it's extremely hot. God, I'm so fucking corny. Somebody needs to take me off the air for that one. Um Okay, um, but yeah, it's the same to all of us. When you look up, the sun, right? You, you don't want to look up, but you know what I mean. Um, but in a, another way, it's not. Uh, you, you know, I think there are some people who can look up and and, well, first off, everybody's living a different life under that sun. So that's one thing. Uh, time is different in the sense of where every single person is at in their life under that same sun. Um, and the way that you look at the sun, the way that you appreciate the sun, the way that you use the sun um, is is all different. Um, so again, it's the same in a relative way, but it's different. And again, as he notes there, 
but you're also older. So again, it's also, it's just that continual idea of there's this unbelievable sense of cohesion and, and a universal idea, but you can also take it and just run off entirely on your own and realize that time, yes, it's the same to everybody, but it's also your own individual battle. Um, I don't know if that makes any fucking sense at all. Um, another thing that I wanted to highlight there, no one told you when to run. You missed the starting gun. So that for me goes back to, you know, when you're a kid, um, I don't think he literally means no one told you when to run. You know, I think everybody realizes once you get to be 25, 30, 35 years old, pretty much everything that your parents were telling you when you were a kid was, was true, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, about life. And you, you just don't, you don't realize it. You, you know, you hear them talk about you're getting so big, so fast, uh, or time is passing by. And, you know, when you hear that, when you're 12, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I just want some more money. Uh, give me a $20 bill. Uh, but when, of course, you get to be a little older and you do understand that that is actually true, um, it, it's interesting because it's like, again, you can admit that no one said this is when you go. No one said, you, you know, you literally, you missed a starting gun. No one sounded a gun for you to go. Um, but at the same time, you you have the ability to look in retrospect and, and look back at those things and uh, realize that you did know them. Uh, it was just all about timing and being able to be at the right time of your life to understand them in, in the appropriate way that they need to be understood. Um, I think that's that's a, a good synopsis uh, of Time by Pink Floyd. Um, I'm going to play the whole song again here for you uh, on the way out because I want you to turn this sucker up. Just, I mean, really, really, really blare it with some good bass. Uh, just annoy the hell out of your neighbors or do whatever you do. I always say that because, you know, my mind immediately goes to where I live, which is in an apartment with a shit ton of other people on literally every other side. I mean, I'm trying to think here. Yeah, I have somebody above me, below me, and on both sides. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know what your situation is. I don't know where you live or whatever. Uh, but if you got a good sound system, always turn it up uh, and, and enjoy it. There's no better time to listen to music than Sundays. There's no you know better reflective time uh, to just sit on your, your porch and uh, sip whatever you sip, uh, water beer, uh, booze, monster energy in my case, which is just terrible, coffee, which isn't much better, whatever I'm missing. Um, and just, I, re I really recommend that. I, I, you know, I, if you're, if you're somebody who's kind of been into music and you're, you know, you, you know, it's important, but you don't really have the time or a, a set, you know, understanding of it, just, really try to set aside even two hours uh, on a Sunday or whatever day you have off. You know, I don't want to make it sound like everybody has Sundays off, but obviously it's the most common day. And I say Sunday because uh, it's the day of the Lord. Uh, I am not religious, uh, but, you know, that in itself um, ties everybody to that day. It's the beginning of the week. Um, it's a good way to start and music is the way to go. We know that. Um, so, yeah, I can't recommend that enough. Um, so it's a Sunday. Listen to this thing. Listen to the whole album. Uh, you know, I, I again, I, I said this at the beginning. I would assume most of you that, that are listening in here have a good understanding of or a good knowledge of Pink Floyd and, and are just listening because you like Pink Floyd. Maybe you're trying to understand more. Maybe you're not. I don't know. I, you know, if you did listen and got something from it, please let me know. Uh, always wanting to, to know if you, if you, if you also, if you think that, 
I did a horrible job and I'm an idiot. I also would love to know that. Um, so either of those. Um, <laughs> always looking for feedback. Um, that's it. Yeah. So again, going to play the whole song here on the way out. Um, uh, so that was a mid park podcast folks, uh, uh, time by pink Floyd again, coming up this, uh, this following week, this following Sunday, we're going to go over, uh, shake it out by Florence and the machine. That song among very few others has, uh, you know, quite a weight, quite a weight in my life. That's going to be a heavy one for sure. So you're not going to want to miss that. Um, but uh, as always, just want to note that uh, Midpark Multimedia is not the original owner or creator of any of the music associated on this website or in podcast, nor does Midpark Multimedia own, profit, or claim any of the rights or royalties associated to this music. Midpark music is intended for listening and learning experiences only. And again, there is no profit directly from the music included on this podcast. This is an independently run website and all content associated is managed by individual contributors. This site is entirely anti-establishment and does not accept money from corporate sponsors, folks. Power to the people. Enjoy the tunes. Enjoy Pink Floyd. Rock out. Enjoy your Sunday. We will see you next time on the Big Park Podcast.
Oh 